Hello and welcome to Watch It Baptist Church Online. My name's Yorweth Jones and today we're going to continue our look at James's letter to the church, helping us in our series of um, being all in for Jesus. Last week, our uh, pastor Mike Sherburn introduced us to the first of eight talks about James's letter to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations. I'm going to read from the New International Version of the Bible, and it's James chapter 1, verses 19 to 27. But first, may we pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word, our precious Bible. Please help us to gain a clear and thorough understanding of how you want all of your disciples to act and conduct ourselves in today's society. Bless us as we consider James's sound advice to all followers of Jesus. Amen. So here we go. James 1, 19 to 27. My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and, after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. If anyone considers himself religious and yet does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives himself and his religion is worthless. Religion that has that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Well, as we learned last week, although the letter is addressed to the 12 tribes, the Jewish converts to Christianity, um, this letter can be to all Christians, the Gentiles, from any background. James's exhortation is to be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry. Getting angry, suggests James, is not conducive to being a good Christian. It is not how God wants us to behave. Someone wrote, the pen is mightier than the sword, but be in no doubt that words spoken in haste have a great deal of power to cause harm. And once uttered, words cannot easily be taken back. So a wise believer is quick to listen to God's word, which is always correct. We should also listen patiently to others, too, then take a good long pause before replying. How often have we plunged in with a sharp retort when someone has said or done something that offends us? James emphasises the need for patience. Righteous anger belongs to God, 
so easy to fall foul of our own pride and self-righteousness. So we are encouraged to tame our tongues before we say something that we later regret. James continues by instructing us to rid ourselves of all moral filth that is in the world. We live in a world that seems hell-bent on self-destruction, with many people blindly rushing through life in a blur of hedonistic, pleasure-seeking activities, many of which are unwholesome, to say the least. We are not to be like that. How are we to deal with all the stuff that comes our way? Temptation comes at believers as well as those who don't know Jesus yet. How are we to avoid it all? The answer is always Jesus. The Holy Spirit is primed and ready to help us live in the world without being corrupted by it. We simply ask to ask him for help. In verse 22, we are instructed to not merely listen to the word and so deceive ourselves, but do it. Someone who hears the word that and doesn't do it, says James, is like someone who looks at his or herself in a mirror, then turns away and forgets what they look like. They look at what God says they ought to do, but having read it and heard it, they then carry on living as if they haven't read God's instructions on how to live good and fulfilling lives. Hearing is not enough, says James. Action is required. James is very big on acting out our faith. He talks a lot about faith and deeds working hand in hand. We'll learn more about that in chapter 2. Um, <clears throat> and I, like Mike, would uh, suggest that we all read the whole of James's letter um, to get a, a full perspective on how he is encouraging all believers to get active with our faith. We should behave as God wants us to and not just say that we do. We must not be double-minded. James continues to press home the point that if we consider ourselves religious, that is part of God's family and all that that entails, but do not take charge of the way we conduct ourselves, how we engage our tongues before switching on our brains, without considering the consequences of what we say or do. If we don't do what we claim to do, says James, then our religion is worthless. We might as well not call ourselves Christians. Verse 27 says, Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and keep oneself from not being polluted by the world. Remember that all good gifts come from God. He equips us with everything we need to live good and right and fulfilling lives. When we trust him, when we do as he instructs, just watch the blessings piling up. Amen. May we pray. Lord, we thank you for your servant James, the inspiration that you bestowed on him to share with us. Help us as we look to you for guidance and the gifts we need to be good and faithful disciples, to enable us to share with others the joy of having Jesus in our lives. Amen.
And now, as usual, we have three questions. Number one. Think of an occasion when you reacted hastily and maybe spoke some angry words. What was the outcome for you and how did you deal with it? Question, Question two. In your small gatherings, how might you encourage each other to deal with the pressure of living in a society, in a community that puts so much temptation in our paths? In question three, consider James's description of good religion. How does this play out in our lives? Well, that's it from me, and Mike will be back with us next week, I think. And until then, I wish you many blessings. Bye-bye.